This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to Liverpool's 2-1 defeat to Arsenal. The defeat means the Reds can no longer break Manchester City's Premier League points record. But what a consolation there is to come next Wednesday when Jordan Henderson gets his hands on that trophy following the final home game of the season against Chelsea. We'll have plenty of build-up to that match over the next seven days on the Blood Red podcast and YouTube channels. But this podcast is all about what went on at the Emirates this evening. We'll hear from a trio of our regular post-game fan callers, but we'll start in North London by getting the verdict of Ian Doyle, the Liverpool Echo's chief LFC writer, and then hearing the full audio from Jurgen Klopp's press conference. The post game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Well, Liverpool have fallen to only the third Premier League defeat of the season after losing 2 1 at Arsenal here at the Emirates. Uh, it didn't really have to be that way. Liverpool started the game very strongly and scored first through Sadio Mane after 20 minutes. It's a well worked goal as well with Roberto Firmino involved. He released Andy Robertson down the left, whose cutback was put into the goal first time by Mane for his 21st goal of the season. Uh, then came the drinks break, and this has been a bit of an issue for Liverpool in the last couple of games where it's kind of checked their momentum and they haven't really got going again. And it happened again this time in the first half against Arsenal but they have only themselves to blame to be honest I mean the first both goals came through uh, individual errors by Virgil van Dijk for the first one and Alisson Becker for the second one the first one uh, van Dijk was put under pressure by Reese Nelson uh, when he was attempting a pass and he ended up just passing it across goal straight to Alexander Lacazette who uh, went around Alisson Becker put the ball into the net for 1-1 and even worse was to come just just a minute before uh, the end of the 45 uh, Alisson this time he had the ball he was in possession with his feet he tried to pass out wide out to to the left wing didn't really come off it was too short this time it was Lacazette who intercepted he played it inside to to Nelson who then put the ball away uh, past Allison. so at half time it was 2-1 Liverpool for the individual mistakes couldn't really argue with that in terms of the balance of play it, it was a very strange game in that sense but the second half was all Liverpool unfortunately for them they couldn't really find a way through uh, early on in the game Roberto Firmino would hit a post and the second half, Trent Alexander-Arnold clipped a post as well with a shot. Uh, it just wasn't going to happen for Liverpool. They did kind of run out of ideas, to, certainly in the second half, towards the end of the last 20 minutes. Mohamed Salah had a very quiet first half. He did a lot better in the second half in, in the terms of actually becoming involved. He uh, One good piece of play, good footwork. He drew a, a save from the Arsenal goalkeeper, Martinez. And, uh, but then he put another a free header straight at the goalkeeper. Very weak. He could have done a lot better with that. But it was one of those games in some senses it was a little bit like the game against Burnley on uh, Saturday where Liverpool dominated had a number of chances but towards the end just looked less and less likely as though they were going to score they did have the ball in the net actually in, in injury time when Jordan Shakiri, who uh, making his first appearance since January he side-footed in after a, a corner yet yeah, one of many mad scrambles that happened in the Arsenal area um, even Mikel Arteta said afterwards he thought that while Arsenal defended well the uh, Arteta obviously the Arsenal manager he said that while his team defended well there were some instances where they got a little bit lucky this was one of them where uh, from what I can remember Francis Tierney looks as though he certainly felt as though he'd been fouled by Divock Origi a flailing arm he went to ground and the referee had already blown the whistle before Shaqiri put the ball into the net so a little bit frustrating there for Liverpool overall I mean it's difficult to say really I feel as though 
Liverpool, they don't quite have the same intensity that they've had earlier in the season or throughout most of the season, to be honest. That, to be honest, is understandable. I mean, it's a very strange set of circumstances whereby they have obviously won the league already. They won it in a record time. The only thing they were really going for is Manchester City's 100-point you know, record, but ultimately that doesn't really mean much. The one thing that they really needed to, to do was to win that Premier League title. It's the first time they've won it in 30 years, and that's an achievement that cannot be you know, underestimated. It's a, it's a massive massive achievement for the club for the team and the fact that they've done it in a season where they've also been crowned you know champions of the world having been european champions last season it underlines what a fantastic team liverpool are and if the fact that the, the people who made the mistakes or the players that made the mistakes were virgil van dijk and, and alison becker arguably the two best players in the world in their position respective positions then that shows that everybody's human and this is a, a liverpool team that has been superhuman for a large part of the season and they were never going to be able to keep that up and well you know you can't really explain this away it's just one of those things there were one or two you know underlying issues you look at individual performances and you go Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain perhaps he didn't quite make the impact he would have wanted uh, having been given a start against his former team Naby Keita came on and he did particularly well so too did Takumi Minamino uh, they both added a little bit of vision and verve to Liverpool's attacking efforts but ultimately it came to nothing I would be surprised if Keita doesn't start certainly the game against Chelsea next week when Liverpool will receive the Premier League trophy on the cop we've heard about that today so that'll be a, a momentous game a momentous occasion I should say whether the game is or not I, I know fans will look at this and think that Liverpool perhaps you know they've taken the foot off the gas and as I mentioned the intensity isn't quite the same as what it was but it's not as though they weren't trying they put in the effort it just didn't happen for them there were the mistakes themselves were signs of Liverpool perhaps not quite being at it 100% and this is what happens and if anything this is underlined why Liverpool are champions the effort that they've had to put in to get to this point and you know it's it's not nice to see them to lose especially to an Arsenal team who the only other shot that they had was in the 90th minute and that was the first chance that they actually created for themselves so there will be some regrets for Liverpool but ultimately you know looking at it overall it's a game they could have won they didn't they know why they didn't win it it's down to individual mistakes and they move on to the next game Jürgen can you just give us your overriding emotions of that Oh, disappointed with the result, of course. Um, uh, okay, with big positive performance. Uh, it was one of the better games we played here, but um, when you make these kind of mistakes, you cannot win a football game in the Premier League. Or you need to be really lucky to win a football game. We were not lucky today. <laughs> All the mistakes were too big, um, and that's why we lost the game. We started exceptionally well. We were. Comp- I, I can't remember such dominant performance against Arsenal um, since we played about... Since I'm in, um, and but then scoring a one completely um, being completely deserved one up and taking kind of a break. Um, that's we're all humans, and maybe it was just misjudgment of the situation. It's not about a break. We, 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 yeah, you can control the game in moments. You don't have to attack constantly, but in these moments around your own box. Um, with this giving these two balls away, that obviously is not helpful. And um, there's the Arsenal was at least then there and, and scored two goals. Um, got a bit of momentum in the first half then, um, so put us under pressure. And then, but um, at the end of the first half, we were better, better in the game again, and second half completely in charge. Um, I think Arsenal shot in the last minute, maybe one more time on the goal. I don't know exactly, but not a lot of finishes. The numbers I saw was 24 to 3, 70, 30 possession, all for us. Uh, that's exceptional. But the result is the, is the truth. 
and we accept that and um, we know that we are responsible for this result and um, so we have to make sure things like this will not happen again. The result, Jürgen, means that you can't break the points record. You can get to 99. Is any part of you disappointed about that? No, because I'm, I'm, I'm not yet, at least. I don't know if it comes, but it's, it's just I want, I want the points we can get, and we will see what it is in the end of the season. So um, I, I cannot make any negative of something really positive, becoming champion, having so early in the season 93 points. I'm not... Um, the type of person who makes now something negative of it because they, but we cannot, but we cannot get the the, the, the the 100 or two points anymore. So we get the points we deserve and we will see how many that will be. In a moment, it's 93, two games to go, very difficult games, but two games to go. And um, these boys play an exceptional season and nobody can um, make that, take that away from them. But tonight, um, I'm not happy about the game. I'm the opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed, angry about a few things. But the game, the game was good and the, the attitude is good. But we, we took a break and that's not good. And that's why we lost the game. Thank you. Guys, I haven't got any more hands up. I don't know if there's, uh, anyone can hear me there from the, uh, the national UK national guys, if they've got, want to turn the microphones off or, or, or use the uh, hands up process. Uh, Nick Callow. Hi, Jürgen. I was just going to say, before the game, Nick Arteta was being criticised for not having reliable defenders. It said he needed players like Alisson and Van Dijk. They made the mistakes tonight. What does that say about the sort of fickle nature of football? Yeah, that's football, then. So, um, if somebody's surprised that these boys are human beings, I'm not. I see them every day. From time to time, they are not perfect, but not really often. Um, yeah, but that's that's how it is. Uh, that, so that's you need to get easy. David Louise in this summer. Sorry? You need to get David Louise in this summer. Do you want to shore up that defence? He signed a new contract, right? That's um, true, yeah. It's going to cost a lot of money. Thank you. Guys, anything else? If not, no problem, because we have to fly home. I can't see any of this on the yeah, hi, Jürgen. Um, I just want to ask a question, obviously, just looking ahead to the next game. We've seen that there's been some work at Anfield today regarding your uh, trophy presentation. Despite the result tonight, your next game, home to Chelsea, trophy presentation, what, what's that day going to be like for you? I don't know yet. Um, the thing is, uh, I had this situation twice in my life. I think we won twice these games with Dortmund, where we were already champion, but had to win the game. Um, uh, no, um, got the, the trophy on that day. Um, so that's it's difficult. It's difficult, just any, especially the other team is Chelsea, <laughs> and they're fighting with all they have for the Champions League. So that will be tricky. Um, so after the game, we'll, we will completely be fine, and whatever happens, um, then really the boys deserve that. We all deserve that. That we have a proper ceremony. But look, it's like football is. We we have to play a football game before, and we want to win that. And I, that's what I'm happy about. That I saw today, my boys want to win it. They made two wrong decisions, but we wanted to win it, and that's what will happen. Next week, 100%. We try with everything we have to win the game, and that's why I said then happens that what we were all waiting for ages. Some of us, 30 years, um, and we will finally get this Premier League trophy, and this will be a big moment for all of us, for our families. That's 100%. But um, before that, um, we have to play a game, and um, for all for five million reasons, we will try to win it. Game podcast on the Blood Red Channel. 
Even without fans, it really should be a special night at Anfield next Wednesday. But Liverpool will go into that Chelsea game on the back of the defeat at Arsenal. And here's what Big Reds, Matt Whitty, Ross Strachan and Owen Thomas made of it. I'm not sure that I ever will watch that game back again, but I think if I did, I'd still be surprised that we didn't walk away winners. Um, the first 30 minutes, I thought we were really good. I thought uh, we constantly forced Arsenal into giving the ball away in in their own third. Um, I thought the press was working really, really well and I was just licking my lips every time Arsenal had the ball and were knocking it around slowly at the back and they uh, they they gave the ball away and we attacked them brilliantly it was a lovely interplay um, and I thought that um, Firmino just had a, a lovely touch drifting out to the to the left wing and a lovely little uh, pass he laid off to Robertson who crossed it inside to uh, to and, and also dragged Louise with him and uh, crossed it inside to a to a virtually unmarked Mane who couldn't really miss from from six yards and really, I just thought we were just going to go on from from that point. And we've had a lot of good games against Arsenal over the last four or five years. And I thought it was going to be another one of another one of those. But we didn't really capitalise on it in terms of converting any of the chances and, and scoring. And then there was another drinks break, and I don't really know what they put in the drinks, but we came out a little bit slower. And then sort of the middle half an hour, half an hour of the game, really just kind of drifted. Obviously, there were the two catastrophic errors by two players who we've praised on um, this podcast many, many times with uh, Van Dijk first and, and Alisson both committing howlers um, that are just completely, completely out of character, really. And you can let them off um, having, a, having a bad game, but to, 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 have, to, to see them both make mistakes like they did in, in the same game is really unexpected. And they were pretty much Arsenal's only chances uh, in the game I think I think they created one in the in, in in injury time but but that was it really and then I thought the last half an hour we were okay and we were probing and pressing and we we really pushed Arsenal back and clearly Arsenal were just kind of trying to trying to hit us on the counter but we're, we're pretty much pegged, pegged back onto the edge of their own area but we just couldn't find the breakthrough the breakthrough I thought that um, Salah had a bit of an off night to really really struggle to get in the game uh, Bobby was brilliant I thought in the first half an hour but but kind of kind of uh, just drifted out the game um, and I thought Oxley chamberlain just really struggled to, to get in the game really um, in a game that you, you just kind of thought would be made made for him and um, I thought on the positives tonight I thought that Joe Gomez was excellent in central defence but he had a really good game um, bailed out um, uh, Fabinho and, and Van Dijk um, on, on occasions and was I just thought his passing was brilliant there was, a, there was a superb moment where he had a he was under pressure drop of the shoulder and then played a lovely long diagonal ball Van Dijk Van Dijk-esque and you can just really see the uh, the influence that Van Dijk has had on on his uh, development and I thought yeah I thought he was brilliant but I thought man of the match for me was uh, Sadio Mane who was just he, he was just he was just awesome all night I thought he just kept going he was a constant constant menace he picked the ball up all over the pitch either you know on the left wing sort of inside left um picking the ball up in between the fullbacks making runs dragging players all over the place dropping deep to to help robbo and picking it up in our own half he's just he's just brilliant and uh, i thought he was i thought he was exceptional tonight it didn't happen um it didn't happen for us tonight in terms of the uh, in terms of the results, but uh, yeah, who cares? We've won the league and we're going to pick up the trophy next week. Dross witness with his thoughts on the Arsenal v Liverpool game. Two one defeat for the Premier League champions, and 
the slightly indifferent form since being crowned champions continues. <laughs> Strange game, really. Um, totally dominated possession from the first minute to the last, really. And it's two, two silly mistakes from... Two, two of our best players, obviously, from Van Dyke and Allison. Two shocking mistakes, really, and I, I, I don't think I've ever, ever said the word mistake and Allison and mistake and Van Dyke together before. It's, but what can you say? We we all know what's happened a few games ago. The title was the long wait for the title was was done, and it's it must be so hard for these players to keep going, and we're all. As fans, just looking at when this trophy is going to get listed, lifted next next week, and that's all I've been thinking about for the last since we've won it. When are we going to get our hands on the silverware? And it's it's probably a similar thing for the players. It's it's a little bit indifference from the players, and you know, as a fan, I can feel it as well. I, I know the game doesn't really matter. Yeah, with Liverpool, we want to win every game. We wanted the points record would have been nice because of how well we've been this season before before the break, and you know, but it wasn't meant to be. And it in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. It would have been nice to have your name on the record books, but really, it only matters that we're getting that trophy next week. That's all that matters. Yeah, you look at it and you think it's a bit worrying. We've been indifferent the last few games and scraping through. But like I say, it's understandable. The fans are feeling exactly the same as the players. They just want to get their hands on that trophy. And I thought I, I thought Arsenal were really poor today. The only thing I'll give Arsenal credit for, they were well organised. You don't often say this about an Arsenal side. They were well disciplined and well organised at the back. But in all fairness, we didn't test them enough. I wouldn't. I don't know the possession stats, but I'm guessing it's pretty high. The only real shots I think they had were the two goals from their mistakes. They didn't create a single thing. But yeah, disappointing to lose the game, obviously. But it does, I'll wake up tomorrow and we're still Premier League champions. And this time next week, there's going to be another huge celebration. The hands are going to be on the silverware. We're going to be lifting the Premier League trophy next week. And that's that's all that's all I'm focused on. Yeah, two games to go. Let's just get the hands on the trophy next week. Get this season done and dusted, and then we can enjoy that. And then focus on next season. Come on, Liverpool! Hi, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Thankfully, we have nothing to play for, or the pain of shooting ourselves in the foot twice might have been felt more acutely. Instead of writhing and agony on the floor like Jacka pretended to a couple of times in that second half, we can all just feel a little bit embarrassed by this, laugh it off as they say, shrug our shoulders as they say, and have a nice week's training before showing Frank L at Chelsea the sterner stuff that we are truly made of. Pre-match, Graham Souness was talking about how a team can say all the right things in the dressing room before a game, but when they get out there on the pitch, nothing quite works and no one knows why. Sorry to Mr Souness, the three-time European Cup winner, but I think I actually figured it out. Uh, I figured out why, and it only took me a second. Check out this idea. 
How about instead of kicking the ball straight to the opposition like a dunderhead, you kick the ball to your own player instead? A revolutionary tactic, I know, but it might just catch on. Ultimately, I don't think we were that bad, actually. Uh, today, uh, we had 24 shots to their three. Yet again, the opposition's goalkeeper, this time Martinez, was the man of the match. Our XG was 2.2 to Arsenal's 1.3, despite our massive blunders. We just weren't that bad. Robertson and Mane deserve particular praise for their toil and endeavour throughout the match. Bobby Firmino was causing lots of problems for the 60 minutes in which he played. I think if Minamino can bulk up a little bit, he'll be a huge asset. And Naby Keita was ripping Arsenal to shreds at times. It was very encouraging from him. We weren't that bad. The only mild concern for me is what this kind of result does to our self-confidence. We shouldn't let doubt creep in like a bad smell. It was one of those days, as it was against Burnley City, and as it was all those moons ago against Atletico Madrid. The only really poor performance since lockdown has been against the Ev, uh, and I can live with that. In the meantime, this is Owen from Cop on Podcast saying, let's try and kick it to each other next week. Hmm? You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.